we've seen the rewards of Mm -hmm. all the work that we put into our sex life and our relationship in general, but specifically in the area of sex, we get rewards back tenfold, hundredfold. Welcome to the Abundant Couples Podcast. We are your hosts, Cassidy and Matt. And we're here to help you, awesome growth-minded human, create the most flourishing relationship that you know is possible. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into topics of relationship, intimacy, and lifestyle freedom. We believe that a great relationship is fuel for everything else in your life. So let's jump in and get fueled up. Today, we are going to be talking about sex. We're going to be talking about talking about sex. Ooh, meta. Yeah. Meta. (laughs) So we often say that a great relationship doesn't happen by accident, which is so true. And same thing we found with a great sex life. Yep. It takes conscious intention, practice, and awareness. It takes open communication, and it takes work. But- not work like in a hard way that doesn't mean it has to be hard or painful or a struggle work just meaning you know focused effort yeah conscious attention on it especially if this is something you want to continue to grow in and have thrive for you know your your whole lives together yeah if you want to be that couple that's like 90 years old and still getting steamy then it's really important to get really good at talking about sex. You just want to keep this like open communication channel. And so this applies whether or not you're currently having challenges around sex. If you are currently having challenges, of course, that means it's very important to open up this communication channel. But even if you have a great sex life, you always have, you still want to open this channel of communication so that as any things do come up, you're able to alchemize them right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just with that constant theme of never-ending improvement, of growing in this, because what we found is you can go infinitely deep in this area as well Mm -hmm. as other areas of the relationship, but it can be a really fun practice to uh, have fun talking about and playing together in this uh, arena. Totally. And the other thing about sex that we found is it's a really good barometer for how things are going in the rest of your relationship. So because sex is such an intimate act and you're really exposing yourself, obviously physically, but also emotionally, this is where you can really notice when there are pain points in the relationship. So the concepts we're going to talk about in this episode around communication do apply to all other areas of the relationship too, but we like to focus on sex here because sex is where these sticky points really become apparent. Yeah, and it's a really great thing in that when this area gets better, you find other things in the relationship improve and vice versa too when you improve all other areas of your relationship, chances are you will start having even better sex. Yeah. So yeah, there's definitely a time where we were a little out of sync in this area, again, in our relationship as well, where we just weren't putting that uh, focused attention that we wanted to on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things were great in the relationship in general, but we just didn't have the awareness at that time that 
we needed growth in our sex life as well. We would go through like these cycles in our sex life that we just weren't aware of at the time. And it wasn't until we started really having these open, frequent, open conversations about sex and um, getting really honest with ourselves and with each other about what was challenging and what we wanted and how we really feel about it all. And then started to actually heal some of those things that were getting in the way. Um, That's when everything really started to transform in our sex life. So last episode, we talked about the sweet spot sex, kind of the ingredients for that and what can get in the way and how to take action and get to that sweet spot. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that gets in the way of sweet spot sex that we described last episode is expectations. Now, last episode, we talked about specifically expectations when it comes to like while you're having sex. But here we're going to bring up expectations again in terms of expectations about your sex life in general. So we want to get clear on what expectations you have around sex, you and your partner, Mm -hmm. and openly communicate that to each other. Yeah. So you might think about things like, are you kind of keeping score? You know, who's initiating? You're thinking about how often you want to be having sex, what sex should be like, you know, all of these expectations. It's good to get clear on these so that we can start to see how they create patterns and cycles in your sex life. Yeah. And when we kind of vocally express them and we kind of stop hanging on to them personally, we can kind of put it out there and then it's less of a thing that we're attached to and then just more of a conversation we can have and from there have that growth rather than just have these unconscious things getting in the way way, yeah Yeah, of real intimacy Mm -hmm. so we found that there's this kind of cycle that happens with expectations where first you've got some expectation and that leads to a feeling of pressure with the other person and then from there when somebody's feeling that pressure they tend to close off or withdraw or put up walls in some way and then that can cause the other person to then feel rejected or unwanted. And so you might think about how this cycle has shown up in your own sex life because we've noticed that, yeah, this is kind of like the basic structure of the expectation cycle. Yeah, and again, talking from our own experience in the past, and yeah, we found the best way to get out of that loop is to have these conversations and yeah, let's get clear on what those expectations are and you know, come to uh, an agreement together of Mm -hmm. what you might want to do. You'll also want to become aware of what cycles you find play out in your sex life. So is there a conversation that kind of keeps coming up again and again? Or is there a pattern to like, you get close for a certain amount of time, and then something happens that, you know, brings up this tension around sex again? Like, Think about what's the predictable pattern or recurring theme that's playing out. And this would be something you probably don't want to have happen. Yes. Yeah. So there's probably all the great things that are happening. And then there's tension or things getting in the way or when you, you know, get upset about sex in whatever way or the idea behind it. What's that 
pattern that can be running the show. And again, mm -hmm. oftentimes this happens without our conscious awareness. It can be painful to look at. So let's take that moment now to shine that spotlight. Mm -hmm. With compassion. Yeah. So earlier on in our relationship, I had some expectations around how frequent, how often we should be having sex, you know, a few times a week or even a day and mentally was starting to keep score sometimes. And I felt like I was often the one to initiate things or to kind of go for it. Um, and so that was a thing that kind of came up for us was those expectations. Yeah. And, and the subtle ways they played out. Yeah. And even though it wasn't something you were like openly saying, although I do remember there were times when you'd say how many days it had been or something yeah. like that. There was this feeling of like this keeping score, mm -hmm. which then caused me to feel some pressure and then consequently kind of close off. And so then when that happened, you would kind of feel rejected. Mm -hmm. and, and that loop would play itself out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that was something, you know, would come up every so often, just kind of the cycle replaying itself until we started to really have these open conversations. Mm -hmm. And I remember, too, sometimes feeling like you might even just say yes or go for it, even if you weren't really interested or into it just because you thought that that would make me happy mm -hmm. and so that was um and sometimes i was yeah. and i think this is a a common challenge um it's really important to honor our bodies mm -hmm. and to be honest about our desires um and whether our body wants to or not and at the time i wasn't so in tune with my body and what i wanted mm -hmm. and the thing is it's a very common struggle because we are conditioned from a young age to ignore our own wants. Mm. Like, you know, it doesn't matter what you want as a kid for, with, with a lot of people's upbringings, right? doesn't matter what you want. You're the kid. This is what we're doing. This is what you're eating because it's what we made. You know, like there's no room for what do you want? And so we, a lot of us haven't learned to really be fully aware of what we want. So that was an important thing for me to realize is that, you know, I need to become aware of what I want, not just saying yes, because I feel like I should, but really getting in touch with my inner yes and my inner no and respecting and honoring that. And then when I did that, Matt could feel much more comfortable knowing that when I said yes, I really meant yes. Yeah, because that's really what I wanted. I think everybody wants is, you know. Both both people really being into it yeah. rather than just uh, feel like we should do it this often and that amount. It's, um, yeah, we want to really be there together. Yeah, really feel that pull yeah. and connection. Yeah. So, and also fully being okay with a no. Yeah. As well. Knowing that a no from me is nothing personal yeah. for Matt. Like there's, uh, it's not because of you. It's mm -hmm. like, I just need to respect my body. So we had a conversation about, I want to know that when I say no, I'm not hurting your feelings. Mm -hmm. And that took some work in itself because then that brings up, well, why is it hurting your feelings if I'm saying no? So then, and this is why 
talking about sex can be so beautiful is because now Matt's looking at like, what is it that's happening inside of me when she says no, what feelings are coming up and where's that really coming from? It's not really about me saying no, that's bringing those feelings up. It's about all the the programming from the past, often from very early childhood, that is coming up, you know, when it comes to rejection and, or feelings of worthiness. So yeah, basically, when we start to have these conversations, we start peeling back some layers and healing some of the underlying causes of the tension. So you can see how these kind of conversations really require a safe space because each person needs to feel like there's no judgment, no shame, feel like you're on the same team and it's the two of us on the same team working on our sex life together. Yeah, because we really know how beneficial this can be. And again, if you want to really have that amazing, lifelong, thriving relationship, this is a key part to it. So mm -hmm. together, working on this, working on your relationship. Um, and yeah, in that space, even though it can get uncomfortable, mm -hmm. and even though we're being vulnerable, being there with your partner on the same team. So when it comes to talking about sex, the first step is creating that safe space. So this looks like agreeing to have a conversation, right? You need to both be willing and open-minded to show up and have a conversation. You're not like forcing this conversation on your partner. Mm. Um, you're really both showing up willingly to talk and agreeing ahead of time, like, you know, that it's going to be a positive, constructive conversation, that we're going to be totally honest with each other. We're not going to judge each other. There's not going to be any criticism, blame, or judgment. Those are the three things that have no place in this container of the safe space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so setting aside the time to do that, making sure you've got no distractions, you know, even plan for half hour, hour, or more mm -hmm. and find a time where that could work. Yeah. For you both. Yeah. The other day we actually, while we were preparing for this <laughs> podcast episode, actually we were like, oh, I think it's time we have a conversation about our sex life. Might as well at this time while we're preparing. And we were having a walk in the woods and mm -hmm. it was a really great time to just kind of take stock like you know, how are things for you? Like what, what's going well? What do we feel like we want to work on? What needs to change? Are there any challenges? And we found walking through the forest was a really nice place to have that conversation. So think about where would be a nice space where you both feel comfortable, where you're not going to have any distractions and where you don't have anywhere to be afterwards. So you don't feel like rushed or anything like that. So yeah, when you're approaching your partner with this conversation, instead of like, a, hey, we need to talk about this, or I think we should do this, it could be something more like, hey, I'd love to talk about sex and how we can have an even better sex life together. I think yeah, that'd be fun. that's yeah. a great way to invite the conversation because something like, hey, we need to talk about our sex life, that can bring up some like defenses right away. But that loving invitation that says there's nothing wrong here i love our sex life it's great and let's talk about together how we can make it even more amazing because i want it to be amazing for 40 50 more years mm -hmm. 
So now getting into the actual conversation, we're going to give you some questions that you can ask yourselves and each other and some things to consider when having this conversation. So it's best to start with what you want, right? You want to start on a positive note, but we're not talking about what you want in terms of details around the sex life. This is specifically how do you want to feel? What do you want your relationship to be like? And how do you want to feel together when it comes to your sex life? And this how we want to feel is really the why behind why we're having this conversation. So this helps us get on the same team and say, yeah, I want to feel connected and passionate and I want to feel close to you. When we can both tell each other how we really want to feel in the relationship, we can probably agree on those things, the ways we want to feel. And it really brings us on the same team and gives us a powerful base to have the conversation on. Mm -hmm. And then from there, those individual desires and styles, we can collaborate with those and integrate those into our sex life because we are two individuals coming in with our preferences, but having that base foundation of all that connectivity helps. So in this container of this safe space, you also want to make sure you're giving your partner a chance to speak without interruption so that they can really fully express themselves. And this is especially important if you have a pattern in your relationship where one of you is a lot more chatty and the other one is a bit more quiet and reserved. Giving your partner like a full minute to answer each question without any interruption is really helpful for this. And so actually at the end of this podcast episode, we're going to give you a guided walkthrough of all of these questions with a one minute timer in between each so that you give each person a full minute to answer without interruption. So this can be a really helpful tool for you to come back to every time you want to have one of these conversations. So after you've both talked about how you want to feel in the relationship and in your sex life, The next step is asking each other and expressing what you feel the current challenges are in this arena. It could be things like you're not having it as often as you'd like to. Or Or more often than you'd like to. Yep, or a little disconnected. You feel like there's not as much of a spark as there used to be. Or whatever it is that's on your heart that Mm -hmm. probably you have thought about before and you probably told yourself like, oh, I'll bring it up at a better time, right? This is the better time (laughs) to bring those things up. So any of the things you've been thinking like, uh, well, I don't want to bring that up right now. We'll talk about it later. Now's the chance. Mm -hmm. And the key here when you're expressing the challenges that you're feeling around sex, you want to always be talking in terms of yourself and how you're feeling. So again, without blaming the other person or criticizing or judging, How do you actually feel? You want to be careful not to project your feelings onto the other person or indicate that they are the cause of your feelings, right? So you want to own what you're feeling 100%. So for example, instead of saying, I feel like you ignore me. Well, that's not how you're feeling. (laughs) So you want to ask yourself, well, how am I actually feeling? I feel ignored. 
Well, that's a little closer, but ignored isn't really a feeling, is it? It might be more accurate that when you are working late and not spending time with me, I feel sad and a bit lonely because it's important to me to have that quality time together, right? So this is nonviolent communication where we're not making the other person responsible for the way we're feeling. We are just expressing the truth of how we feel and why we feel that way. And as the partner listening while your partner expresses how they're feeling, be careful not to interrupt. This isn't the time to justify or defend yourself or correct them because how your partner is feeling is not negotiable or you know, something you can fix. It's just the truth, the reality about how they are feeling right now. So just be present, let them express, realize that it's not your fault, it's not because of you, it's just the reality of how they're feeling. So from there, after those conversations, we want to figure out what is it that we really want? What's the next steps we can take in our sex life to help accomplish those things that we've expressed? And from here, we can get into more specific requests, again, being okay with a no or a different possible outcome. Um, yeah, that's the nature of a request. A request yeah. doesn't is not a demand, right? A yeah. request, as you're making a request, um, you need to realize that a yes is okay, a no is okay, or some third better future is also yeah. a possibility. So these could be things like how often you're having sex, for how long, in terms of pleasure, orgasms, uh, or specific desires that you, things you want to try out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes these can be uncomfortable or it could be kind of like a stretch to think about. Yeah, it might feel embarrassing yep. or depending on your programming, it might feel like shameful or dirty or yeah. wrong in some way, but... There's nothing wrong with just expressing the truth of what you desire. Yeah. Having kind of an open experimenter's mindset we find really helpful. So when we started expressing some things we wanted or some ideas that we heard that we thought could be fun to try out, um, want to treat it just kind of like that. Let's try it out. And for this, it can be really helpful to have just a set amount of time that you are going to try something for. So, for example, when we did our first 30-day intimacy challenge, right, basically we thought it might be interesting to have sex more frequently, and we thought, I wonder what it would be like every day. And that idea kind of freaked us out a bit. And if we had said, like, well, let's just try having sex every day and we'll see, that kind of, like, undefined time frame probably would have freaked us out too much. But we said, let's try for 30 days and then 30 days, we'll see how it is, right? And then from there, we extended it because we it was, it was working, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So whatever it is, whatever you feel like, because you you might not have all the answers, right? You might say, this is what's challenging. This is what I think would be helpful to try, but we don't know until we try it. 
right? So maybe it's a week you're going to try, two weeks. Put some time frame on it so that you really feel like you can let go and experiment and then you can come back together and reevaluate. Mm-hmm. And again, this might be a bit uncomfortable. We want to take take some risks and some chances, but not cross any boundaries or um, yeah, anything that's a, a very clear no. Yeah, definitely always be respecting your own yes and your own no. So this is again where it's totally okay to deny a request if it really feels like, no, I'm just not open to that yeah. at all. But Perfect. if it does feel a little uncomfortable, that's usually a good sign to, to try it out. Yeah, if it's just a bit uncomfortable, but you're kind of like, hmm, that could be interesting. There's a big difference between your body going no versus feeling like, interested but a little uncomfortable and those are the times where there's really usually a big growth opportunity Mm -hmm. to go for that Mm -hmm. so again in summary going over what this process looks like let's set aside a special time and place to have this conversation to have a growth conversation with your partner about your sex life creating a safe space where there's no judgment criticism blame and then becoming aware of what patterns are currently playing out in your sex life. What are the unspoken expectations, bringing all these things into the spotlight of our attention in the container of that safe and loving space. Yeah. And deciding how do we want to feel talking about that, getting on the same team again, looking at those challenges that get in the way and and expressing what's challenging from an I perspective without blaming the other person. And as you're listening, not taking responsibility or feeling defensive about the other person's feelings, just being that container of presence for your partner as they express what's going on for them. Mm -hmm. And from there, seeing what is it that you really want and making specific requests with your partner. Mm -hmm. And these are conversations that you don't want to just have once, but you want to have on a regular basis. Our sex life now is eons better than it was before, and we're still having these conversations because we know the endless possibilities when it comes to our sex life. And we know we've seen the rewards of Mm -hmm. all the work that we put into our sex life and our relationship in general, but specifically in the area of sex, we get rewards back tenfold, hundredfold. So it's definitely worth putting in the time, getting a little uncomfortable and doing the work to keep growing in your sex life. So yeah, have fun with this and here's to your growth. Now I'll guide you through a process of asking these questions to have an open, honest, loving conversation about sex. Remembering that you're creating a safe space where you're both making a commitment right now not to judge each other, not to blame the other, not to criticize, but instead to listen with open presence and with love. So looking at each other right now, it's best if you can sit comfortably across from each other so that you're fairly close and making eye contact. And looking at each other right now, do you commit to 
being in this safe space of non-judgment and complete honesty. Wonderful. So for each question, I'll ask the question and then there will be one minute of music for you to have the time to answer the question. I'll let you know when the time is up so that you don't need to keep track. Don't interrupt your partner, just listen. The first question is, how do I want to feel in our sex life? So first partner, take a minute to answer. Second partner, how do I want to feel in our sex life? Now, what is challenging for me in our sex life? Take a minute to express what feels challenging right now.
If you feel like you need a little bit more time, feel free to pause and take as much time as you need. Second partner, what is challenging for me in our sex life? Remember to express yourself in terms of how you are feeling with I statements. What is challenging for me right now in our sex life? If you need a bit more time, feel free to pause now. Take as long as you need. Next, what do I want in our sex life? What do I desire? next partner. What do I want in our sex life? What do I desire? now it's time to make any requests that you have of your partner when it comes to your sex life.
Next partner, what requests do you have? Now that you've both made your requests, this is the time to collaborate, talk about the requests that you've each made. What would you like to try? What would you like to change? What would you like to experiment with? As a team, come up with a plan for what you're gonna try together. Before finishing the conversation, just check in with yourself and see if there's anything still there that's been unresolved, anything that you still feel needs to be talked about. If so, you can go back and rewind and do the process again as many times as you need to until you feel like you've really fully expressed yourself and there's nothing left unsaid. And once you've done that, Thank each other for being present, being open and honest, and for sharing this safe space together. <laughs>